is now 35 minutes past two. Actually, most people would say that is 25 minutes to three. Same thing. You know what I mean. And I am thrilled to be joined on the line now by Cruz McGalligan, who is with us for our regular weekly audio column. And Cruz is joining me via audio on WhatsApp. So, Cruz, welcome back to the program. Hi, Karen. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I haven't spoken to you for a long, long time, so I'm very excited to, to have you on today. Yes, it has been a while, actually, hasn't it? It always feels like um, it feels like a really long time and a few moments all at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> like COVID, COVID time. Yes, COVID time. Stretched and it's compressed and yeah, exactly. who knows what, what year it is or what month it is, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so um, today I'm going to be talking, I wanted to talk a little bit about sleepwalking mm. because like with most of my audio columns, I fell into a deep, dark rabbit hole on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, but no, but before then, it, it's interesting because um, I'd love to know if anyone in your life or family sleepwalks, do they? Um at the moment, no. Uh, I, I met many, many years ago, one of my sons used to have night terrors where he would oh, sure. wake up and demand to be carried and not by me, but by my helper because I wasn't good enough. And he would then, um, his eyes would be open and he would point to the other side of the room and he'd say, go there, go there, go there. And so she would go there and then he would point to the opposite side of the room and say, go there, go there. And this would go on for a full 10 minutes every night for about three months at around 11.45 at night. And we just couldn't, we could not wake him up. He was not conscious you know he was asleep but he was crying and just telling her to go there <laughs> go all over the room until he oh actually woke up and then he would go back to sleep again so this yeah this was when he was about two years old it was a it was a dark time in in <laughs> my history oh my god <laughs> but it sounds it now he sleeps really well and he doesn't sleepwalk as far as i know <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so interesting. Well, that's really cool because that comes into, well, not cool, I feel for you and your poor helper in the, <laughs> the steps you would have gotten in the middle of the night. Yeah. But um, we're going to be talking a little bit later about how sleepwalking actually is very common with children, oh. um, which is super interesting. Um, so one of the reasons I wanted to talk about it is because um, I have two youngish young children, and um, one of them has decided that for the majority of her life, she just prefer not to sleep. At all. So, um, <laughs> at all. So, um, so interestingly, of course, this leaves me and my, my very overtired husband um, getting up all hours of the night for the last three years. But um, it's also led to a lot of interesting encounters where I've observed my husband's sleep-wake behavior, I suppose. Mm -hmm. So before I start casting stones, I'm a big sleep talker. So I talk a yes. lot in my sleep. <laughs> I always have. I say the weirdest, most bizarre things. And um, my husband tries to tell me what I said the next day. And he's like, I can't even tell you. It just doesn't. I can't relay to you how bizarre you are just chatting away is it, in is your it, sleep. Is it gibberish or is it actual recognizable words? No, 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 it's words. actual words. Ah. And like, it doesn't, maybe it doesn't make sense for you. So I, so I can't cast stones because I'm also a weird sleep person. But I definitely noticed with my husband who um, 
bless him, is great at getting up for his kids in the night, but it does take a bit to get him to kind of properly wake up. And I'll be like, quickly, quickly, they're crying, they're crying. And he'll be, um, he'll say, okay, okay. And he'll stand up and like hold a pillow and start rocking a pillow. Or um, I've known him to walk out of the room and I'm like, why can I still hear them crying in the other room? And because he's walked out of the room just to stand in the living room, just to stand there. So He's, I don't know if that's really sleepwalking as, I think as that's, opposed to that's, an inability to that sounds like up. avoiding dealing with the kids. That's what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah. And he'll just be, he'll be totally asleep and I'll be like, wake up. And he'll be like, that's not fair. And I'm like, no, no, you're not awake. You need to wake up. And um, while well, I'm comically smacking him over the head, um, I say comically. Anyway. So it made me think, you know, I wonder if he is actually sleepwalking. He's just not quite waking up because he does some funny things. He says some funny things. So I looked into it a little bit more. Um, and sleepwalking is a super fascinating thing. So as I said, um, it's really common with children. Apparently up to 40% of children have uh, have sleptwalked. Wow. That's yeah. a lot. And that's a lot, up to 40%. But and between, a, an, especially when you consider only 2 to 3% of adults sleepwalk, hmm. right? So children sleepwalking is really common. Um, and uh, contrary to, you may have heard the big myth about sleepwalking, which is that you should never, it's really dangerous to wake someone yes, up. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yes, yeah. yes. So apparently that, that's a myth because um, although it's it's very safe to wake up a sleepwalker, it can actually be very, very difficult to do apparently because of the state they're in. So it's actually better to gently guide them back to bed. Mm. Um, it's also been said that males, men, males, males, <laughs> males can be um, more prone to violent or aggressive behavior when sleepwalking. So if you wake someone up who is a, a man, you right. might be careful because they might lash they might, out they might in punch fear you. or something. Mm. Yeah, basically, they might punch you. Um, so that's kind of interesting. So the other thing is that you, if you do sleepwalk, you probably won't remember sleepwalking. Um, when you sleepwalk, the areas of the brain associated with practice movement, like walking, mm -hmm. are awake but the areas responsible for memory and decision-making are asleep, mm. which is super interesting. So research has shown that it's not actually uncommon for like men to urinate in really odd places, such as shoes, <laughs> while sleepwalking, because they're not quite, <laughs> you know what I mean? So they, they they're not thinking. Yeah. They're not thinking, basically. A real difference. A Canadian study um, found that ch uh, that your there can be a family-related component. If uh, ch uh, children with two parents who had a history of sleepwalking were seven times more likely to sleepwalk compared to uh, children of parents with no sleepwalking history. Mm. So apparently, it's something that can be um, inherited. inherited. Um, yeah. So um, and um, <clears throat> so there's all these funny things that happen. So um, sleepwalking. Um, unfortunately may also be a sign of Parkinson's disease so sleepwalking usually occurs in the first third of the night okay. um, someone who and so it's interesting when you're sleepwalking can tell you a little bit about the type of sleepwalking you're doing so um, just to sidetrack so someone who sleepwalks shortly after falling asleep is experiencing a totally different stage of sleep than someone who shows similar behaviors like much later on in the night. So classic sleepwalking apparently usually happens within the first third of the night when a person is in non-REM, dreamless sleep. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and this apparently is important to distinguish because <clears throat> if it happens later on in the night during REM sleep, it's not called sleepwalking. Instead, it's called 
REM behavior disorder, in which case the person is often acting out dreams. I see. So, right? so, so, that's when I you're, see. so they're physically yes, acting out their dreams. They're physically acting out their dreams. So it's a kind of a different thing. Like a sleepwalker might be walking around and, you know, picking something up in the living room or sitting down on the sofa and standing up again. They're not necessarily dreaming of those actions. That's a different part of their brain that's activated. But somebody who has um, an REM behavior disorder would, it, I guess it's kind of like, we've all experienced that feeling where maybe someone comes at you in a dream and you, you punch them and then you right. flick your arm out when you're sleeping, mm. that kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. Now, um, sleepwalking is pretty harmless if the person who is sleepwalking is safe, but REM behavior disorder can be a sign, as I said, of neurodegenerative conditions like Parkinson's disease or Lewy body dementia. So that's, a, that's an interesting thing to think about when you think about um, sleepwalkers. Mm. And as I said, you know, a lot of people don't have any recollection. Um, people can leave uh, leave their home, walk down the road. Um, there was a there's been a case of a 15 year old British girl who was once found curled asleep on top of a 130 foot tall crane. Oh my at goodness! At 2 a.m. in the oh morning. Um, there was a German teenager who dove out of a four story wall uh, window and um, stayed asleep even after he hit the ground. Oh my goodness! <laughs> That's crazy. And it's also, and the thing is, it's such a fascinating thing. Like sleepwalking stories, as I said, will take you to a deep, dark place in the internet. But I remember when I was um, really little, and it must have been like five or six, and I had some friends who were twins, and there was a girl and a boy. And one day, the boy had had to go to hospital because he'd broken his arm, and apparently, it's because he'd sleepwalked off the top bunk. So <laughs> that has always given me a huge amount. And now, and like at the time, it seemed like such a funny little story with yes. kids saying, oh, he, he was sleeping and he sleepwalked off the bed. Yeah. But now I'm a parent. You, yeah. It fills me with a kind of deep, wretched fear that I am, um, I don't know if I'll ever turn off a baby monitor in my life. Exactly. <laughs> or, or both kids will sleep on the bottom bunk. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So exactly. We're going to sleep. We're going to sleep under the floor. If as long as you can't fall off anything. Um, there's a lot of uh, apparently a, a number of um, medications have been associated with sleepwalking as well, including things like beta blockers, antipsychotics, antidepressants, and even sleeping pills, which oh, seems counterintuitive. Yes, well. You don't want to take <laughs> those sleeping pills, I guess. I've yeah, I've heard yeah. stories about that, like people who drove themselves to the supermarket or something, or they yeah. they had a meal and they ate it and then they woke up with food all over themselves and they couldn't figure out why. Yeah. Oh, so this is an actual thing. Apparently sleepwalking can make you gain weight. Sleep-related <laughs> eating disorder can help, can occur during sleepwalking. So you could be walking into the kitchen and preparing food during the night without any memory of doing so. And the only proof would be the mess you leave behind and the fact you're gaining weight and can't work out why. Um, Super interesting. Um, my sister once told me that she had a flatmate um, when she lived overseas for a long time, for months and months, and they couldn't. They they thought that um, he was just coming home after like having a few beers and getting a bit of a you know getting the munchies and going through all the cupboards right. and um, and eating all of their food. She goes, oh, I'd wake up and my porridge would be all over the counter. And I thought that's not really the kind of food you fancy after a couple of beers. No, a bowl of porridge. <laughs> Um, and then he kind of came clean and said, I'm, I'm really sorry, I, 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 I sleep, cook and eat. <laughs> that is crazy. So he actually, and I was like, I feel like in a flashing situation, that's the kind of information you should reveal up front. You know? Yes, <laughs> yes. By the way. Um, <laughs> By the way, yeah. I'm really, I'm really good with paying my utilities, but I will be up cooking in the middle of the night while I'm sleeping. 
Exactly. So the other thing is um, you can prevent sleepwalking. Um, in fact, uh, practicing good sleep hygiene is very good at reducing the likelihood of sleepwalking. So avoiding sleep disruptors like alcohol, uh, managing your stress well, those kinds of things, you're probably going to have a, a better sleep. I mean, it's a funny thing because you think when people are really stressed or burnt out and things, they're going to sleep really deeply. But apparently, you know, it's not always the truth. Oh, I forgot to say, the um, sleepwalking, the other name that we have for sleepwalking, which is somn somnambulism. 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 Mm, I like that. Somnambulism. Nice, somnambulism. Nice yeah, it is a good word. Um, it's called a parasomnia, and a parasomnia is basically anything that has undesired effects when you're sleeping that comes along with sleeping. So, as we talked about, there's lots of different things people can do. Um, while they're sleepwalking um, and of course as we said it's a fairly normal part of a child's early sleep pattern so as you described with your son it's actually I mean as awful as it sounds like it was at the time apparently it's quite a normal thing for kids to have that kind of disrupted sleep mm. um, apparently a child with calm sweet sleepwalking might just quietly walk towards a light or to their parents bedroom um, I I'm not looking forward to if this ever happens to either of my children because I will be so freaked out. <laughs> Glassy-eyed walking towards me. Well, that's the um, thing, right? Because their eyes are open. And so you, you're you looking at them going, you seem to be awake, but you, you seem don't to seem awake, to be registering yeah. anything I'm doing in front of you. It, it is kind of creepy. Oh, totally. And as you said, the sleepwalker's eyes are usually open, which is just a bizarre concept anyway. Um, sleepwalkers in the non-REM stage often, um, so that's what we said that before, like just shortly after you go to sleep, really, mm. um, before you're in that deep REM sleep, often have their eyes open or the, and they kind of might look quite glazed over or kind of only half awake. Um, but of course, it's really hard to, um, but then people who are acting out their dreams because they're in the REM sleep, as I described, in mm -hmm. that kind of distorted sleep, yeah. um, they would generally have their eyes closed. So wow. in a weird way, it seems creepier that the eyes open wandering around the house is asleep, but <laughs> it's safer <laughs> than the really disordered sleeping at 3 or 4 a.m. when you're acting out your dreams with your eyes closed. Um, but yeah, so they say, and as I said, like, um, you shouldn't, it, you you can wake up a sleepwalker, but it's probably better to guide them back to bed. Um, they're basically, they're very confused if they're sleepwalking. They don't have their bearings. Um, and I, I think of this as like whenever you've been, well, once upon a time, when we've been on like holidays and you're totally out of whack with your time zones and you have that feeling where you wake up in the morning or the night and you're like, I have no idea where I am. I don't know if I'm in a hotel, if I'm at my home, what country, mm. continent I'm on, that feeling of like complete disorientation. So that's why I think sleepwalkers can have a reputation for being potentially very agitated and aggressive. So the best thing to do is to gently guide them back to bed and just go, right, in you go, back to bed. Great. Um, but, yes, so, but they said anything that um, anything that can, tr uh, can that disrupts sleep can trigger sleepwalking. So as it said, like stress, alcohol, being kind of overtired, which is a funny thing that we never think about as adults, but is a term we use all the time with children. Like they're overtired. Yes, right? that's true. Yeah, you know? you're right. But we never really say it for adults, um, yeah. but actually it has just as much of an effect for adults as well. Um, anything that causes you to wake up more easily can also lead to sleepwalking, like an unfamiliar environment, an uncomfortable room, sleep deprivation, illness, um, and as I said, sleepwalking can run in families, although it is more common in children. Hmm. So I'm, just, there, you know, these, I'm just thinking, go ahead. you know, 
I'm at home alone right now. It's quite possible that I'm sleepwalking, but because I don't remember it, I don't I don't know I'm doing it. So I'm going yeah. for my little walks and coming back to bed and have no idea. You could be doing that, Karen. <laughs> I better are. set up a camera in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> I've always but I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'd hate to watch a video of myself sleeping. I'd just be chatting away. Oh, like. <laughs> if you haven't already, there's this amazing series of videos um, put on TikTok by this American woman who sleepwalks, and she <gasps> held a pool party. Seen You've seen them? <laughs> They're <so> hilarious. <laughs> and quite amazing. Yeah. You know, she talks, she walks, yeah. she caters, she, you know, <laughs> deals with her pets, she farts. Yeah, you know, it's quite amazing. <laughs> It's incredible, but I find it so terrifying. And I think maybe that's that thing of like, you just, we're just so conditioned to think that anything that's not typical behavior results in something like really scary and horrific because that's what the movies tell us, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> so the idea that someone's just sleepwalking because they're just going to like pat a cat or pretend they're on a train or something doesn't seem as exciting as the, the way that we've done it in our minds. So yes, I have seen those videos and they are, um, I want, they're terrifying and hilarious, and hilarious. in equal measure. <laughs> exactly. In equal measure. But um, I mean, I think sleepwalking is just a fascinating kind of uh, metaphor anyway. So we think about it now, but of course this is something people have always done and it's always been an indicator of something not being quite right with someone or or a metaphor for some, um, that kind of like seeing unseeingness. And I always think about this because of one of my favorite plays, which is Macbeth by oh, Shakespeare. Yes, yes. And I just love Macbeth. I've just, I, there's like this, it's like a weird thing about me, Karen. I do not like the music of Michael Jackson and I have watched more showings of Macbeth in my life than I care to admit. <laughs> there's just some things, right? We can't, we can't choose what we're into. Exactly. Um, and I've always just loved, loved, loved Macbeth. And of course, in Macbeth, we have Lady Macbeth and the metaphor of her was um, sleepwalking after killing King Duncan and the out, out damned spot of seeing blood on her hands yes. and wanting to always have a candle near to her because she needs to be near the light and that she can't sleep anymore. Um, you know, then she said that, you know, that um, Macbeth had murdered sleep. Like she can't, she'll never be able to sleep again because um, because of what the, the terrible thing that her and her husband have done um so i find that so fascinating that we have this idea of, of sleepwalking being this kind of cultural metaphor for the um where it's not it's it's not it doesn't have to be for the sinister for secrecy and um, secrecy mm. for that kind of thing i find really fascinating wherein the reality is our brains are super complicated we're super complicated and kids do it all the time because their brains are growing and they're working out how to they're learning how to sleep they're learning how to relax their brains and how to turn off certain parts and turn on certain parts as they grow. So it's super interesting. It is. It's almost like, anyway. yeah, sleepwalking has been like your alter ego or, you know, this kind of subconscious other person that you are that, that only comes yes. out at night. Yes, it's fascinating, isn't it, really? Yeah. But um, I'd love to hear if anyone's listening and wants to share with us. Um, some of their sleepwalking stories. I love a sleepwalking story. Yes, if you have any sleepwalking stories you'd like to share, you can you can go to my Facebook page, Karen on RTHK Radio Three. Post them there, or you can, if they're more confidential, you can email them to me, um, and I'll take your name out, K O H K at RTHK dot HK. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. Maybe um, oh, we we can do a sleepwalking part two. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be we'll interesting. Just read out stories. Yeah. From, um, from listeners. Exciting.
Right, okay. and that, so that was sleepwalking. That's sleepwalking. I hope that you have restful slumber and that um, I didn't spook you out with uh, this reasonably spooky topic. Yeah, well, now I know if I see anybody walking down the street late at night whose eyes are open, but they don't appear to be doing anything logical, they could be sleepwalking. They could be sleepwalking, yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's an that's explanation true. there. So that that's very helpful, Cruz. Thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> okay, well, it was great talking to you. Thanks for teaching us all about sleepwalking. And um, guess what? I have a song to play, which is called Ooh. Sleepwalking Part 2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fantastic. I can't wait to hear it. Okay, Cruz, thanks for joining us again. Great talking to you. Talk to you soon. You too. See you. Bye. That was Cruz McCalligan with a fascinating audio column on sleepwalking. As promised, here is that song. It's by the Alvarez Kings and it's called Sleepwalking Part 2.